today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Police officer has uh, been involved in a shooting, plainclothes officer, in a situation in Toronto. Plus, we have a breaking story going on uh, in regard to uh, Prince Edward Island, which we're also looking into, where their schools are being evacuated. Ross McLean, crime specialist, is with us now. Hello, Ross. How are you today? I'm doing good, Scott. Good to be with you. All right. The SIU is investigating after two men were shot in the annex in Toronto yesterday. A gunman shot by uh, by a plainclothes uh, Halton officer who was conducting surveillance in the area. What what can we what can we learn from this? What can you tell us about this? Yeah, it's a pretty interesting case. I was just down there uh, at the site. I took some pictures, talked to a few other of the good uh, crime reporters we have here in the city, Cam Willie and uh, Chris Doucette of the Toronto Sun, to see what uh, they were able to rouse up. Uh, to find out what was going on. And it looks like it's a pretty serious case here where it looks like we have a targeted hit and uh, they've, they've just identified uh, who the suspect is. The police have not confirmed it, but sources are saying the person's name is Grayson DeLong. He's the man who's in hospital in serious condition that the police shot. And my understanding is that man, uh, it's not his first run in with the police. He's got a rather involved uh, background with the police and that's, that's yet to come out what's going on there with that suspect. How was the lawyer involved? Well, this is a lawyer. He's a rather interesting lawyer. He's on a little uh, stretch there in Yorkville, a very exclusive part uh, of, of Toronto. It costs a lot of money to live there and a lot of money to have offices there. Clayton Ruby, the famous lawyer, is in there. His Bentley is parked out in the back. There's a bunch of Mercedes 500s. Uh, I mean, it's just, hmm. it looks like a car dealership lot down there for the stars, uh, where, where the location is. And uh, this lawyer is a famous lawyer. He's been around since the 70s. He practices specifically, he does a lot of work on drug cases, defending uh, people charged in drug cases. He's got lots of experience at, uh, in the law with dealing with wiretap cases, to trying to exclude evidence on wiretaps. Uh, he's defended the people who are involved in the largest marijuana uh, bust operation we've had in Canada, where the Molson plant was took, taken over outside of Barrie, and the whole thing was turned into hydroponics for mm. growing pot. You know, he's defending those clients. So he's had some very, um, let's say, interesting clients that he's been dealing with over a period of time uh, for dealing with it. We're waiting to see. We're trying to find some information as to what this may be connected to. Uh, I've talked to some of the people there yet. We don't know that he was actually just coming back from court or leaving his office to get into his car to leave uh, when, when it took place. We don't know that there's a connection between the suspect uh, who shot him but I'll tell you, Scott, it has all the markings of a of a mob type uh, hit. Hmm. Uh, do we know what the relationship is with the lawyer and the guy who shot him? Other than a bunch of bullets that he shot right into him. I mean, let, let me tell you what happened here. Where the where the car was uh, positioned on the driveway, my suspicion is this man would have been sitting in his, in his car, a Honda Civic, which I think we'll probably also find out that's not his car. It would have been a stolen car used to do this uh, hit. Uh, as soon as he saw the lawyer uh, either getting out of the car or coming up to the door, he roared up in the Honda Civic to within about 10 feet of where the lawyer was in his car, jumped out and proceeded to fire, fire several shots uh, at the lawyer. And interestingly enough, they were all aimed to the uh, lower part of his body, sort of the abdomen on down and in the legs. Uh, the lawyer uh, went down, was bleeding profusely. This man who, uh, who, who took the shot, he was wearing an orange construction vest. 
which we've seen before for mob-type hits. What the hitmen do, uh, Scott, is they wear these orange vests or something else. So if witnesses are looking there, they take particular notice of the orange vest, but they don't look at the other details. Mm. So then they can throw the orange vest after and make their getaway. We've had another hit like that in Toronto done. But uh, wow. so the, the strange thing here is shots into the, into the body and the legs, not to the head. Yeah. Not to the head. But when the man, uh, the shooter, is escaping, apparently, uh, gets jumps back in his car, he sees that the lawyer is actually getting up. He's not dead. And he, if you can believe this, uh, Scott, he fires a shot, apparently, from inside of his car with his window up, oh. shattering his window back at the lawyer again as he sees the lawyer getting up. Uh, the lawyer is struggling to walk away to get back to his office. You can see the blood trail there. I posted a picture uh, of what was there, uh, you know, a fair bit of blood. And at that time, uh, these Halton Regional, now they're calling them plainclothes. Uh, to my mind, they're going to be intelligence officers, uh, were there, rolled up, and uh, then shot and took out the shooter. So I, I think there's uh, a lot to be told here yet. We're probably not going to get a lot of the details. I think this was a, uh, an intelligence investigation. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.